0: Love, Talk Radio.
1: Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live, worldwide. Deliverance, with your host, Jay Bartlett. I received an email from a very spiritually troubled lady by the name of Beth, who was concerned about her demonically oppressed husband. She had written to me explaining that her husband had been involved in a secret society in Trinidad. And was worried about his safety. Apparently, the husband was scheduled to die as a human sacrifice on Halloween night. And she wanted someone to intervene on her behalf. You may say, this is crazy, Jay. Are you telling me that people are literally scheduled to die as human sacrifices in our day and age, yes, of course. You need to wake up if you believe otherwise. Human sacrifice has been in this in this world for thousands of years. Thousands of years. Don't act surprised. In the old testament, Moses was very concerned. About human sacrifice. For he wrote. And I'll read it to you myself. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 18. He says. In verse 10. Let no one be found among you. Who sacrifices. Their son. Or daughter. In the fire. Let no one be found among you. Who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It's been a problem for centuries. For many, many generations. And this dear lady Beth was very concerned. That's why she reached out. And she wanted someone to intervene on her behalf. This particular secret society on this island nation had attracted some prominent businessmen and government leaders. They were powerful and were involved in some very wicked activities that needed to be exposed. And we, obviously, my wife and I, we didn't want others to fall prey to their demonic atrocities. So to validate her story, I asked her to put me in touch with someone familiar with her life and her husband. This led me to an incredible man, Pastor Arnold, who was an overseer of a group of churches there in Trinidad. I spoke with Pastor Arnold a few times on the phone, and he validated Beth's predicament and was more than willing to do whatever he could to help out. I began to sense a deep urging, a need to travel to this island nation to help those caught up in these dangerous groups. I don't want to see Beth's husband offered up as a human sacrifice. I wanted to intervene in the name of Jesus. So, with the cooperation of Pastor Arnold, we began to set up some deliverance, public deliverance meetings, in attempt to reach those troubled by these secret societies and demonic activity. My wife and I began to pray, and we felt God was directing us to visit Trinidad. And tonight, I want to share what happened on that trip. The mass deliverance in Trinidad on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're bound to experience
0: deliverance. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do when they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real life Jesus freak. In 2nd century Rome. Justin Martyr is a respected pagan philosopher. But seeing Christians willingly die for their faith consumes him with curiosity. So he reads the scriptures and converts. He even opens a school of Christian philosophy in Rome. As his last act, Justin offers his martyrdom as a witness for Christ, saying, For though we are beheaded and crucified, we do not forsake the confession of our faith. But the more things of this kind which happen to us, the more are there others who become believers through the name of Jesus. For more on The Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
1: Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from The Voice of the Martyrs. In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from the Voice of the Martyrs,
0: go online to persecution.com.
1: There was one day checking the email, and I get this email message from a lady in Trinidad, this dear Christian woman named Beth, concerned that her husband, because of his involvement in secret societies, was going to be offered as a sacrifice, a human sacrifice on Halloween. And to validate her story, I reached out to a pastor that was familiar with her story. I didn't know who this, this lady was. I didn't know who this pastor was. And so I really trusted God to to sort out all the details and to lead me in, in the direction I needed to go. But my wife and I really began to sense a need to travel to this island nation, to really intervene to help where we could. So with the cooperation of Pastor Arnold, we, we began to set up some meetings, some public exorcism meetings, services in various churches. So we scheduled a visit around mid-October, prior to Halloween, for obvious reasons, because we wanted to reach this this uh, husband prior to his offering as a human sacrifice. I mean, we were wanting to reach out. We believed that that we could we could make a difference. And so, with the hopes of reaching Beth's husband. Prior to that night of Halloween, prior to his sat- satanic sacrificial death on Halloween night, we made the decision to go. And during our time there in Trinidad, I spoke at nine different times and six different churches during this amazing, phenomenal visit to Trinidad. Each public meeting was amazing, my friends. <clears throat> Lives were being saved, people were being delivered, healed. While in Trinidad, we confronted these demons behind these secret societies publicly, and the Holy Spirit moved in some truly powerful, powerful ways. Now, our first meeting in Trinidad was held in a very small church. However, many had gathered to hear the gospel and during the end of the service, a lady came up to the front of the platform with her husband, requesting prayer. When she did, she began to violently shake and exhibit some hideous, epileptic-like seizures. This lady shook uncontrollably. I, I can't even put into words how this woman was shaking. I've never, in all the years of doing, conducting deliverance ministry, I've never seen a woman shake as this woman shook in at this at this little smaller church here on, on the island nation of Trinidad. I, 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 nothing. I, I've never seen anything like it. It was as if the demons were—I I don't know how to describe it—but they were like bending her her head back as far as they could and then snap in it where they would they would pull her head backwards then it go forwards like her chin down to her chest and back back again so fast so quick i i thought this demon was going to kill her going to snap her neck i it was unbelievable i've never seen anything like it in fact again my wife was videotaping some of the deliverances, and she was able to get a portion of this lady shaking uncontrollably. I have the actual video. My wife and I have some. My wife and I have some incredible video. We need to put some of this video together and uh, offer it to all of you, dear friends, so for free, obviously, to to uh, to educate, to equip. To expose that these demonic forces are very real in people's lives. And and to exhibit the power of Jesus Christ as Jesus delivers these precious people. I mean this lady was so severely demonized that she wasn't even able to respond to any of my questions. As the demons put her in this complete, absolute, complete trance. So I just started to pray. And started rebuking these spirits and control over her. However, to no avail. I leaned over to her husband and asked him if she was, if she truly came uh, to the church to get right with God. Yes, he says, my wife needs deliverance. That's what he told me. I knew she probably wanted deliverance. I mean, who, who in their right mind really wants an evil spirit in their body? But did she? The question I had in my mind, did she want to get right with God and forsake the sin that gave the the devil the opportunity to oppress her? And that's the question I ask you tonight, as I asked this lady some years ago in Trinidad. Do you merely just want deliverance because you don't want the demonic attacks, uh, but do, are you wanting to forsake the sin that gave the Demon, the right in the first place to allow you to attack you the way you've been attacked? Think about that for a moment. Do you want to get right with God and forsake, repent of the sin, churn, renounce the sin? Think about that. It's a very key question to ask you tonight. You know you're tormented. Terribly tormented. You can't sleep very well at night. Those voices in your head are driving you crazy. Perhaps you're being sexually assaulted by these spirits. And by the way, we're going to do a show here in a few nights on that very subject, sex with spirits and how to overcome the sexual assaults of demons. Perhaps they're afflicting you with some kind of sickness and disease, some kind of physical affliction. Cause all kinds of havoc with your children, your grandchildren, in your home. Horrible hauntings. You want all these things to stop, but do you want to get right with God? Well, it turned out this woman, she didn't want to forsake the sin. So he asked her husband to take her back to her seat. That's right. I'm not going to deal with somebody who has demons. Because they did something They opened the door They allowed the demons in because of personal sin But yet they don't want to deal with the personal sin They just want me to deal with the demons No, I want to deal with the the person's sins Yes, I will cast out demons I've cast out millions of evil spirits over the years I will cast out evil spirits I'll alleviate people's suffering in the name of Jesus But God is interested in dealing with sin in our lives He convicts me He deals with me there's things in my in my life that I have to forsake each and every day. I have to lay my life down before the lordship of Jesus Christ. You do too. We all do. None of us are different. We all need to forsake sin and trust Jesus Christ in him alone and walk with him, serving him. You need to serve him. I need to serve him. You cannot be delivered if you don't want to forsake the sin they allowed the demon the right in the first place. Obviously, I was extremely frustrated, but realized I couldn't do anything. If the victim refuses to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, now tonight, if you want to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is in our midst. The Holy, the Holy Spirit is omnipresent. He's at all places at all times. He's present with us. And he's touching your very life right now. As I'm speaking these words to you, in this little makeshift studio I have in my home, speaking to you, my friend, my my brother, my sister, wherever you may be found, in Europe, in Africa, in the Middle East, in Australia, in Asia, in Latin America, North America, God loves you. And God wants to set you free. It's no coincidence that you're hearing my voice tonight. God has brought you here tonight so you can be set free, so you can be healed, so you can be touched, renewed by the Holy Spirit of the living God. Though, on that night when I was at that church in Trinidad, though I encountered a a case of a lady not wanting to bow before the Lordship of Jesus Christ... I was very much upbeat with the series of meetings planned in the various cities peppered throughout the island. On a Sunday morning, my wife and I had the opportunity to to minister at a church. I preached at a jammed-packed church. It was filled with capacity. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, you could see many. I mean, it was standing room only. People standing in the back looking on enthusiastically. There was people outside of the church listening in. The worship at the beginning of the service was simply awesome. The members came to worship God. And I just knew that he wanted to do something very special. And in that kind of environment, I preached a powerful gospel message and called people to surrender to Jesus Christ. And many, many did. I then sensed the Lord leading me to walk the aisles to pray for people. And as it did, demons began to manifest throughout the whole sanctuary. A couple of ladies began to violently shake One lady I approached had completely lost consciousness. And I noticed her eyes had rolled back into the back of her head. I only saw the white in her eyes and the demon spirit glaring at me. So I asked a few of the Christian ladies nearby to bring the lady up to the front in order to pray over her as they did the demons began to become very violent and she hit the ground withering in agony I confronted the spirit with a bold command what is your name spirit the evil spirit replied root root this hellish spirit battled us for the control of this woman The spirit kept on yelling, she's mine, she's mine, and she likes us. Knowing that this was a generational witchcraft spirit that was rooted deeply in her life, I began to battle it in the authority of Jesus Christ. And I invited the church to rebuke the spirits, too. And that's one thing we do in these deliverance services. We invite the body of Christ to come along, to battle, to confront the powers of hell. Together, we are unified in Jesus' name, and we are the priest unto the living God. And it wasn't too long before she was set free as that demon called Root, that spirit of Root, was driven out in the name of Jesus. I mean, the crowd just roared in approval and began to worship God, thanking him for this miraculous public deliverance. Later that Sunday night, we also ministered in a small mission church where many more were delivered from satanic curses and demons. The power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit was working powerfully in setting people free. And after the service, my dear friend, Pastor Arnold, invited us to join him to make a house visit. Oh, that house visit was something and I'm going to share about that house visit here in a moment. I want to encourage you, my friends. We have some meetings planned this coming weekend, 18th and 19th, August 18th and 19th. And I would encourage you, if you have any opportunity, to get to these meetings. Now, we have many meetings coming up planned throughout North America. If you can make each and every one, that'd be great, but... But if you could just get to one of these meetings, I believe your life will be changed. You'll be equipped. You'll be encouraged. You'll be delivered. You'll be saved. You'll be healed. You'll be touched by the Holy Spirit of the Living God. August 18th. I'm going to be in the Washington, D.C., Virginia area. And if you can get to the Hampton Inn and Suites. They're in Alexandria, Virginia, on 5821 Richmond Highway <clears throat> at the Hampton Inn Suites, Old Town area. Saturday service starts at 4 p.m. Now, there's no child care provided, but the service starts at 4 p.m. this coming Saturday, the August the 18th. Public deliverance mission in the Washington, D.C. area. The reason I'm in Washington, D.C., because for months people have begged me to be at this in this area, on the East Coast of here in the United States, there's a great need. I sense it. When I was in New York City some months ago, people came in from came into the meeting there in Times Square from Washington D.C. and they begged me, literally begged me, to hold a meeting. So I'm going to be in in Washington D.C. the Virginia Alexandria Virginia, Virginia area, August the 18th. That's Saturday. The Saturday service starts at 4 p.m. I've already gotten many, many people scheduled to be at this meeting. We're just running out a small conference room, and we're going to meet with many people, many hurting people, demonized people. We're going to believe that God will set them free and heal them in the name of Jesus. Now, August the 19th, which is a Sunday, this coming Sunday. Church of the Cross, Public Deliverance Mission, Waco, Texas, at the Homewood Suites. We're going to be at the small board meeting hall. 5620 Legend Lake Parkway There in Waco Sunday service starts at 5pm No child care provided But we will pray for you Sunday service starts at 5pm August the 19th Church of the Cross It's the church that um, That God led me to start Some years ago There's Church of the Cross Affiliates across this globe And um, The one here in Waco Texas Outside of Dallas, it's a very small fellowship. We're a small group. We're small in number, but mighty in the power of God. Pastor James Beeson will be joining me, assisting me to pray for you. August the 19th, Church of the Cross, Public Deliverance Mission in Waco, Texas, right outside of Dallas. On 5620 Legend Lake Parkway, Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. Now, there's many more meetings scheduled. We have open air Meetings scheduled in Times Square, public deliverance sessions available in New York City. We have meetings in Buffalo, and in uh, Montreal, Quebec, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco, many other places. And I'll, I'll be referring to some of these meetings here in the next few days. But I just want to encourage you, the 18th and 19th, Washington, D.C., the Dallas, Texas area. Make your plans on being at one of these meetings. Tell your friends, your family, people you go to school with, people that you work with, your neighbor, your friend. get them to this meeting in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's jam, Let's get this meeting hall packed, filled with capacity, and let's believe God to do great miracles, to set the people free, to get them saved and healed in the name of Jesus. I'm so fired up to to lead people to Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to join me. Perhaps you just want to come and learn. We're constantly training people to be freedom fighters. We have a Freedom Fighter manual where you can learn on how to evangelize, how to cast out evil spirits, how to heal the sick at ifreedomfighter.org. Ifreedomfighter.org. There's so much I want to talk about tonight. I want to tell you more about that trip in Trinidad right after this brief. Information don't go anywhere. I'll be back here in a minute. in a sizable Hindu community that boasted of having numerous Hindu temples that captivated thousands to false worship. Now, the worship of these Hindu deities opened many of these dear people on the island of Trinidad to demons, to evil spirits. So after our Sunday evening service, we traveled with Pastor Arnold to visit a few of these oppressed people. Who had been infected by Hindu spirits. In our visit, we visited a young lady who had practiced Hinduism and was battling demons that were inside of her. I mean, within seconds of anointing her with oil, a demon manifested and threw her on the ground. The, I mean, she literally thrashed around for a few minutes before we restrained her and began dealing with the unclean spirits within her. I mean, she began to exhibit some facial contortions. And the demons using the lady's vocal cords spoke to us. She's married to us. I'm not leaving. Pastor Arnold, a powerful deliverance minister in his own right, began to rebuke the demons as I assisted. We cast out several, but many more needed to be dealt with. And we still needed to visit some other people next door. So we scheduled another time to meet her. We went next door and met a few more ladies that had been involved in Hinduism. Both of them manifested demons simultaneously. It was a strange sight. My wife and I dealt with one lady while Pastor Arnold dealt with the other. We dealt with many evil spirits that night, and they were cast out in the name of Jesus Christ. My friends in Trinidad, witchcraft and Hinduism are spiritual forces that are constantly being fought against. We discovered that many of the demons in Trinidad were extremely violent and tenacious. We also discovered that the demons readily manifest and seemed bent on battling us. But God was completely in control, and many demons were cast out in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. In nearly every meeting that I spoke at, demons manifested publicly, and we conducted public exorcisms to the glory of God, and perhaps you're listening to this broadcast, and you realize you need to be set free. As you listen in tonight, as you hear us talk about some of the experiences we've had, my wife and I casting out evil spirits, you realize that you need to be free from evil spirits tormenting you. I want you to raise your hands right now. I want you to open your life to Jesus Christ. Just open, just raise your hands right now. And I just want you to call upon that precious name of Jesus. Say, Jesus, save me. Save me, Jesus. Be my Savior. Jesus, thank you for shedding blood. Holy blood on the cross. Thank you for dying for my sins. Jesus, Jesus, save me. I believe that you have been raised from the dead, and your word says if I confess with a mouth. Jesus is Lord. Believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead. You sh- I shall be saved. So I declare, Jesus is Lord. Say those words with me. Those three precious words. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. He is indeed. And in the name of Jesus, keep those hands up. In the name of Jesus, I speak the authority of Jesus Christ over you. I command every spirit to leave right now, every tormenting spirit. Go, leave the minds of these precious people. Come out of their bodies. If you have no rights and you're just simply there because nobody's come along to tell you to go, why tell you to go now in the authority of Jesus Christ. Go, quickly, now, by the blood of the cross. Leave, go, come out of this person. Come out. Take that arthritis in Jesus' name. Take that arthritis. Take that pain. Go in the authority of Jesus Christ. Take that headache, that migraine that you've been gripping, that dear woman. Now leave in the the authority of Jesus Christ. I speak to that body. Be healed in the authority of sore throat. Go in Jesus' name. I command the sore throat to go by the blood of the cross. Come out in the, the stomach ailments. Go in Jesus' name. Leave now in the authority of Jesus Christ. Come out, spirits. Quickly. Leave now. God, just fill these precious people with your Holy Spirit. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. With your great love and your peace and your presence. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. My friends, I I bless you. We love you. My wife and I love you in Jesus' name. And I bless you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. (laughs)